What is up? DGAFers. We are here today with Vanessa and oh my gosh, cannot even wait for you to get to know her, get to hear her story. And I'm actually going to throw it over to her and let her give you the cliff notes version of exactly who she is and what she's about. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Vanessa Giorgio. I would say that I'm a psychic medium for you to fully understand what I do, but I don't resonate with that term. So I'd say that I am an intuitive coach and tarot master. So I specialize in tarot guidance. I support you on your journey to developing your relationship with yourself and cultivating true self-love. I love that. And that's way better than what I would have said <laughs> Yes, <laughs> to introduce you. And I, I just want to to kind of share with them, what ways do you feel like you channel energy? Because it's more than just one way. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, we're so we're getting, few... getting deep. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> there's a few different clairsenses. Um, I primarily work with my clairvoyance. So I have visions, my clear audience, so I hear. Clairsentience is feeling energy and emotion and also on a physical level. Uh, and also clear cognizance. So I just pull it information. Um, don't know where it's coming from. It's not mine, but it sounds really good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, it's amazing. And I wanted to bring that up because so, so long story short, we met Vanessa several months ago. We've worked together through our mindfulness and well-being coaching, coaching course. And it was just always funny to me because I've always been very removed from like the psychic world. That realm has been very, it's very, very new to me, but I could always tell on these zoom calls when you were getting a message or when you were channeling something like your body language would change. And I was always like, Oh man, like what's Vanessa, what's she getting? Where's it going? And it's just been really, really incredible to follow your journey and to see all of that and to get to know you because I feel like it's just really opened me up to what else is out there in this world. Yes, totally. And so we really dive into um, a lot of awesome, like basic training that she's going to give you if you're, you know, a little bit more on the basic side of just the logistics of how it all works. Um, but one thing we did learn on this call was that Jenna and I are very intuitive um, that we don't ever really give ourselves credit for. Mm -hmm. So that was really cool. Um, but she's going to give you some really awesome knowledge there. We're going to talk a lot about energies. And then also she does offer um, some coaching. So if you are somebody who really resonates with this episode, um, she gives you some instructions on how to get a hold of her. We'll also give you her Instagram handle in the show notes and we'll, we'll say it on here again. Um, but we did, we want to ask this question. Who's like your real true soulmate client and who you like to work with? My soulmate client is highly empathic um, and already naturally intuitive, which is like I said, majority of us are, we just don't realize it. So it's for someone who is looking to really cultivate their natural intuition, which is going to support them in decision-making, moving fiercely throughout their life uh, and really achieving their goals and ultimately cultivating a really deep relationship with themselves, becoming their own best friend, but who is ready to do the work and be supported in that journey. Yes. I love that. And I think, you know, we talked about this in the episode too, but like, you've got to be ready to kind of face some of the, the hardships that you've gone through in your life and even some of those things that you've maybe blocked out because mm -hmm. Vanessa's really going to help you bring all that to the surface and work through it, which is necessary. It's the necessary work you need to do to really live to be your best self. So totally, totally. All right. So if you are loving this episode, make sure that you tag us, take a screenshot, tag us in your, in your Instagram stories. Mm -hmm. I am at fit with underscore Jenna Locke. I am at Lauren Mayer underscore fitness. And I'm at B-G-I-O-R-G-I-I-I-O-O-O. B -G -I -O -R -G -I 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 -O -O -O. <laughs> so we'll put her in the show notes and we'll tag her <laughs> so that you can find her as well. Yes, totally. And then don't forget to write us a review. Um, let us know if you want us to have Vanessa back on because I feel like I do. I think I want to back on. So. I know. <laughs> I, I could definitely see us working together in some aspect in the future, Vanessa. So, and hopefully, hopefully our listeners and our viewers do as well. And don't be afraid to reach out, reach out to Vanessa. If you have questions, if this resonates with you in any aspect, um, she, she even offers courses for the beginning level tarot reader as well. Um, do you want to add anything about that? 
<laughs> Absolutely. So I'm currently enrolling for my intro to tarot course. We'll be covering the entire deck. But the specialty of this course is it's not just about learning the cards. It's about really cultivating your intuition, your psychic abilities, and your different clear senses so that you receive messages beyond just what the cards are saying, but that that takes you outside of just the deck into your day-to-day -day life so you can really be your highest self. Amazing. Absolutely yes. amazing. So let's dive in, listen to this full episode, and let us know your thoughts. All right, let's do this. Welcome to the Demand Growth Act Fearlessly podcast brought to you by Lauren Mayer and Jenna Lockhart. You guys, we are just two average girls who realize that the only way to truly live an exceptional life was to fight through our fears and never give up on our dreams. So when you hang with us, you're going to hear it all. The good, the bad, the, the ugly, and everything in between. As our loyal listeners, you're going to be known as a DGAFer, like don't give a or get it. <laughs> oh, but really, we want you to think about this because you're one of two types. You're either a DGAFer who doesn't realize the importance of living a life of growth or change, or you're a DGAFer who doesn't give a what it takes to reach your goals. Our hope is that we can turn you into the latter if you're not already there. All right, guys, we have Vanessa here. We wanted to start off with having you kind of tell, tell a little bit about your story um, because I feel like you are very special, definitely just as, as hanging out and meeting you and spending the last like three and a half, maybe four months together in a sense. Um, so yeah. can you give everybody just a little bit of a background of like how your, I guess, passion and, and all the things that you do right now kind of came about and give us, who's Vanessa? <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I want to thank you guys so much for having me. Uh, it's such an honor. Um, so my, I don't even want to say my tarot journey, but my, my journey with my intuition and my psychic abilities started when I was a kid. I just didn't know it until afterwards. So when I was really young. I, I'm from the earliest memories that I have. I always was sick to my stomach and I always felt everyone's emotions. Didn't matter where I was. So going to school was really overwhelming. Going to a restaurant or a mall or a family get together. I instantly knew what everyone was feeling. I walked into a room and I was like, that person's worried about their job. That person's worried about debt. That person's having conflict in their marriage. Being a kid, <laughs> I was just like, wow, everyone's so sad or stressed. <laughs> but I had no idea that I was doing anything different. I thought that everyone functioned this way. I thought that we were all capable of doing this. So for the first 28 years of my existence, I had no idea that I was tapping into anything different than anyone else. Um, I just moved through my days that way. And so I was always getting stomach aches. My parents always thought, She's having uh, like an allergic reaction to something. There's something we need to remove from her diet. Uh, and doctors really couldn't figure anything out. Um, so I was just extremely sensitive to energy. If I was like walking down like a hallway and someone was 10 paces behind me, I could sense them. I knew they were there without having to look. So these were things that like were helpful, but also, you know, speaking about anger today, they created a lot of rage because I'd be like, wow, people are so inconsiderate. Like I'm right behind them and they don't feel me. They won't walk out of the way. Right. <laughs> like, oh excuse God. me like 10 times and they don't even hear me, but I know you can feel me. <laughs> Meanwhile, they couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, but that's so true. I that's mean, funny. we talk a lot about how, you know, just part of being self-aware is that we expect other people to to operate exactly the way that we do. And that's not the case. Like being self-aware is knowing that, that we're all different. And yeah, so that, that's incredible. <laughs> so how did, how did it like at 28, so it took you 28 years to really figure out like why you were feeling all of this stuff. Like, how did you find out? Like, I don't, how did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a combination of things. Um, there was a series of moments that slowly led up to me um, deciphering that I had more and more. Luckily, I woke up, I 
not woke up. I grew up with a mom who was highly intuitive as well. So I had a series of little moments where, you know, I would be out with friends and, and this was at the point where like, I seriously was still very close minded, very judgmental, very angry person, like very bitter. Um, I would always have these intuitive hits. Like there was one time I was just talking about this yesterday. I was in a car with uh, my friends and I just was overcome with this emotion and I started to cry and I was like, something bad is about to happen. I don't know what it is, but something bad is about to happen. And they were like on their way to a crystal store. And I was like, okay, crystals, that stuff works. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. You guys go buy your crystals. But I was like, something bad is about to happen. I don't know what, but I'm so overwhelmed. I just burst into tears. And then it started to pour like torrential downpour so much wind and then the tree that was right next to our car literally fell over and the branches like flew across the road in front of us so this was one of the moments where i was like hmm maybe i'm picking up on something um and then i met i met an individual there was someone that i was seeing for a while who really like woke me up to the world of energy he was a reiki master himself and so i was like starting to understand what reiki was but the biggest pivotal moment for me was um was christmas time and my friends and i were talking about how we didn't want to spend money on gifts for each other we're like let's just do experiences together like take each other out for dinner so one day my best friend was over and we decided to go to a metaphysical store because she wanted to buy crystals for her friends and family and we're in the store and we get pulled to like the card section. And at this point I had started seeing tarot all over my Instagram. I don't know why I just started getting inundated with tarot readers on my feed. So I was like, Oh, let's look at some cards. And we both like kind of wandered off, came back to each other and we were holding the exact same Oracle deck. And we were like, Oh, you got pulled to this one too? Yeah, I got pulled to this one. And she's like, hey, here's an idea. Why don't we just buy each other a deck of cards? And like, that'll be our Christmas gift to each other because yeah. we both want the same thing, clearly. So I was like, okay, cool, amazing. Yeah, that feels good to me. Let's do it. Went back to my apartment and she's like, okay, do a reading for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't know how to do this. I, I just got the deck the same time you did. Like, I don't have any more knowledge than you do. She's like, nah, 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 just try and do a reading for me. I want to see what happens. Uh -huh. So I was like, okay. So I pulled the cards out of the box and it was like my body and my hands just knew what to do. I started shuffling, cards started flying out. All of a sudden I started having visions. I started hearing things. It was just like my body was just waiting to have that contact with that object again for everything to unlock at like full capacity. Um, so yeah, so I did the reading for her. It was eerily accurate. I didn't understand where these insights were coming from or what, how I knew these things. I just did. And um, we finished off and she just kind of looked at me dumbfounded and she's like, so I think that there's something here you need to look into further. What's going on here? <laughs> should, should probably explore this a little bit more. And uh, so this was right before Christmas by... Uh, I think the second week of January, I had already enrolled in a tarot mastership course and I was just, I dived in full force, um, learned everything I needed to about the deck, which in turn unlocked a few more things for me. And I, I couldn't stop. Like it was like, as soon as I was done my course, I started charging, I started working with clients and it just snowballed into what it is today. And every time I do more deep inner work or more meditation, new abilities unlock. And, uh, and here I am. <laughs> that is incredible. Okay. So, yeah, so that's amazing. Laura and I are like basic knowledge of this. <laughs> like, I which, wouldn't even say that. I don't even think it's <laughs> basic knowledge. Like, I think that's, that's one of the reasons I know Vanessa, you are excited to record this episode because we are like clueless. And I want to thank you, first of all, for opening us up to this because I mean, mm -hmm. I, I feel like it's changed me just in, in helping me be more open and more. I guess more open. I don't know. Well, I, mean, I want to be so honest and transparent. Like the reason I feel like I'm so like not in the loop and very basic was because I was always told that it was a sin to, you know, I would always be so interested in it. I remember when we went to, um, it was like the Tangier, like by where we live. It's like this restaurant. They like host concerts and stuff sometimes, but it's like a really cool place. And I went with my friend and her parents and they were very like different than what I, how I grew up. 
Um, so they were a lot more open. <laughs> Let's just say that like open family, like a little bit more, um, cultured and, and all of the things. So I'd always go with them places and I would learn so much like just from hanging out with them. And, um, there was this lady there like doing readings and, you know, my, my parents had always told me like, do not go to a reading. Like <laughs> you will die. Like it was like, so like, I was like scared. I was like, apparently I'm not supposed to do this. I really wanted to do it. Like I was really interested. So anyway, so this lady, it was like a poem reading or something, whatever. And it was just cool. I mean, she, I, some of the stuff she told me wasn't completely accurate, but some of it was like, it was so freaking weird. She said, cause I was in the middle of going to school to be a school teacher. Mm. And I was kind of struggling with like passing this test that you have to pass in order to get your license. And I, cause I'm not a great test taker. So I was struggling with, with that. And I was like, am I even going to be a teacher? Like, is this like what I'm supposed to do? Like whatever. So I asked her and she was like, I was like, do you see me graduating? And she's like, um, yeah. She's like, but I don't really see you being a school teacher. Is that weird? She's like, I see you like being a school teacher, but I don't. So that was like the one thing that was kind of accurate from it. But I will say, like, I feel like that's why I'm so like in the dark was because my whole like upbringing was like not allowed, mm -hmm. I guess. Now I'm like, that was a bunch of crack of shit. And now it's like, oh yeah. what? <laughs> and I, and I feel like for me, it's just one of those things that we just never really explored. Like my family didn't really explore it. I didn't have friends who were into it. And yeah. so I just, I wasn't around it, but I, it's something I've always been interested to learn more about. So mm. I, I kind of want to know, you know, some, some basic questions here because we probably, I mean, our soulmate clients, our soulmate listeners are probably like us yeah. <laughs> in, in a sense and don't know a whole lot about this. So like when we, you know, you were kind of joking about crystals and you're talking about the decks, like, can you give some background on like, what do people use crystals for? What, how does the deck work? Like just, just basic before we get into any more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Great questions. Um, so crystals are actually amazing. They work with the electromagnetic field in your body. So if you ever, I don't know if you've ever seen like a magnet experiment, and if you haven't, I would highly recommend looking into it, like depending on which side of the, um, the magnet you place on the body, it either pulls energy in or, or pushes energy out, which either makes you stronger or weaker because it's literally pulling the electromagnetic wow. energy in you. So crystals kind of work in a similar way with that. Um, they all have different properties. So for example, I use three when I'm doing a tarot reading always, I always hold it in my left hand. So We'll just get into some basic knowledge on the energetic body as well. Left side of the body is feminine, right side of the body is your masculine. So if you think of like the brain where you have like the left and right side, left being like hyperlogical, intellectual, the right side being more creative and fluid, the body is the exact opposite of the brain. So if you think of that hyper-masculine, logical, critical thinking, maybe a little bit like detached from the emotions, that's the right side of the body. And the left side is that feminine, intuitive, sensitive, nurturing ability to receive energy. So the left hand is for receiving and the right hand is for giving energy. So when you're working with crystals, you'd want to put them, if you're working with a crystal that you want to receive the energy from, you'd put it in your left hand. If you want to give energy to the crystal, you'd put it in your right hand. So I work with three um, and I work with orange selenite, um, numite, and aqua aura quartz, and they all have different properties. So when I'm reading, uh, whether it's with tarot or I'm just like channeling messages, I have a few different clear senses. So like I have visions or I hear um, or I feel something and sometimes it comes in like a tsunami of just information and I'm just like, I don't know what any of that was. Like it was a lot. I just, it was a flash and then a bang and I <laughs> don't know what to say for that. So I work with Numite for example and it basically takes all of that information and it puts it into like clear bullet points that I can understand. Um, Orange selenite helps me connect to my spirit guides or to connect with uh, like the higher power of whoever, however it resonates with you. And then aqua aura quartz helps me connect to different realms or different dimensions of information. Um, so those are just like an example of three. You can use them for confidence. You can use them for um, aiding you with communication, um, helping you to better connect to your third eye or your spirituality. You can work with clear quartz to cleanse things. So I use clear quartz to cleanse my decks. I have it on top of each of my decks right now. 
or um, you can use clear cords to like lock away the things that you're trying to manifest. So this is the case where you'd put it in your right hand and you'd meditate with it and you'd visualize your dream life or like a specific goal you're trying to manifest into fruition. And it would literally lock into the crystal and then magnify over time. Wow. wow. Yes. There's just a whole, there's a whole world of possibilities <laughs> with crystals. There's like one for everything you can possibly think of. Cool. Um, they're, they're amazing. And I, and I always used to say, like, even when I didn't believe in them or I was like being a skeptic with my friends who were slowly already kind of seeping into this world, I was just like, I think, I think crystals only work if you believe that they'll work. You know, it's kind of like a psychological thing. I always used to think that. And then there was one time where I had a headache and I put amethyst, which is a healing stone on my head. And it took my headache away completely. And I was like, okay, maybe you don't need to believe in order for them to work. Yeah, I mean, it's like a, it's like a natural, I mean, it's from the earth. Like, I just feel like we are so disconnected from the earth itself. Like, and mm-hmm. I just, you know, a lot of the, the natural healing ways, I just think are, I mean, at least for us, I mean, for Jenna and I, it's definitely something that we're, we've been exploring and um, a lot more interested in because now I like understand that it actually does like work and help you um versus then like other routes that you could take so yeah i believe that wholeheartedly that's awesome yeah they're like a great support um and then with regards to the decks i don't want to get into like a full tarot lesson but um there's 78 cards in the deck um they're split into major and minor arcana so that helps the reader figure out what kind of transitions you're going through so major arcana would be like big pivotal moments big moments of impact or huge transformations you're going through. And then your minor arcana are like your day-to-day moments or the little cogs in the system, you know, your coworker, the cashier at the store, things like that. Um, And so with tarot, like tarot versus Oracle, um, tarot allows you to go really detailed and deep into what is going on in the the person's life. It's very much like the hero's journey. Like what, what is your quest? What is your destination? What are the trials and tribulations that you're going to go through in order to get there? Um, and how do you let those situations teach you and be lessons as opposed to like hindrances to your path? Um, and my, my teacher who I learned, like did my tarot mastership course, he used to say that tarot was like um, Buckley's. So it gives it to you straight, doesn't always feel good, but you get the information you need. Whereas Oracle reading is very intuitive and it's usually much more, more soft and like cloaked in love. Not to say that it's not impactful. It's just not as like hard hitting and detailed as tarot can be. Gotcha. Yeah. That's interesting. So I want to, I'm curious to know, like when you say you like work with clients, like what do your clients typically come to you for and what are you helping them with? Um, Like when they come, maybe they want a reading or something of that nature. Beautiful. So I specialize in tarot guidance. So you might hear some people do like future telling or fortune telling Um, that's not what I do. I work specifically with the individual on cultivating their, their relationship with self. So on developing that sense of self-love and how your inner reality or your inner world reflects into your outer world. So if there's something you want to change in your life then you got to look inward first. Mm -hmm. So my clients typically come to me for guidance and insight on their path. Like where do they need to be placing their focus? Um, where are they placing focus unnecessarily? what wounds do they still have existing within them? I work a lot with the chakra system. So what chakras are in balance or really needing your attention and support right now. Um, yeah. And just further supporting them to dig deeper, to connect to their intuition. That's huge for me. I work with a lot of empaths, which you guys have heard me talk about a little bit. Um, so my clients are usually already highly intuitive individuals that are just not really sure what's going on, or they need a little bit of support on moving towards their purpose in, in getting a better connection to listen to their intuition. Yeah. How long do you typically like work with, with somebody like to, to do all of that work? What's like the average time? Uh, it really, it, it's, it kind of varies for each client. So I have a one-on-one program that is nine months long. So they'd be working with me, uh, getting a reading once a month for nine months and then a check-in call as well, just to see where they're at in between the, the actual full sessions. And that's a huge like transformation, like a huge transformative experience. They're, 
definitely not the same person by the end of it because <laughs> uh, it just worked through so much. And I actually crafted that program because I feel like anyone who's ever had a reading with me, a lot of information gets thrown at you. And so I wanted to create a program where you got more digestible information where it's just like, okay, this is what you have to focus on for the next 30 days. Don't think beyond that. In 30 days, we'll handle the rest. We'll handle the next and just take yeah. it in small digestible bites. But I also have clients that just work with me whenever they need it. So they'll book a session and then they'll wait two months or three months and then they'll book it again. Um, and I always recommend not having a reading more often than once a month because like we kind of touched on, you know, before we started this call, uh, the future is so variable. So you don't want to do too many readings with too many different types of channels or intuitives because then the information gets convoluted because it's constantly shifting. Right. Well, wow. well, and it sounds like your, your clients are pretty, they, they know they need change. They're open to that. They just need a little bit of direction from you. Is that kind of, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely working with me is definitely not for the faint of heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to face some things that yeah. you're you're probably you you've buried away and you may not want to face and yeah, I mean this is going to pull that all out to the surface. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be honest. I feel like I want to hire you because um like Seriously though, just like having this baby, um I've been really toying around with you know, I need somebody in my life that I, that is a complete outside of like family and friends that I can talk to. And I didn't know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out like, cause I had postpartum depression really bad with my, um, first son. And I'm just like really nervous, obviously. And so I just feel like I, my type of personality is if I can talk it out. I, I feel a lot better. Um, and if I can even have a little bit of guidance or a little bit of advice, it like makes me feel like so good. Like whenever I vent to my husband and he just gives me that teeny tiny bit of advice, I'm like, okay, like I feel a lot better <laughs> right now. So like, I'm a big talker when I'm feeling very like overwhelmed or stressed. Like I'm not a person that really holds things in. Like I just will tell you. So I've been really thinking about like, do I hire a therapist to help me through, um, the postpartum days? Do I hire, you know, somebody like you to help, like, just to like talk to and have like some guidance. And I'm cool with like the blunt, this is what you need. Like, I need that. Like, I just want direction, like craving that direction. So I don't know. Maybe we need to talk off the off this episode. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Like dead. I'm more than happy to have that conversation with you. Absolutely. But I do want to say I'm I'm already getting like a little bit of um like I, I'm not channeling yet, but sometimes spirit just comes through and is like, Hey, what's up? I have a little message for you. I'm hearing like you you really do not have to worry about the postpartum being the same experience you had the first time. Um, and, and this is something that you already know, but this is spirit's way of just like validating and confirming. You've done so much internal work and so much growth since your last child. So the postpartum was also a byproduct of the disconnect that you had with yourself that you've really started to fuse back together now. So it won't be the same experience in the slightest. That is so true. I mean, everybody keeps telling me that. I just like get really scared. <laughs> like my husband's like, dude, you're not even the same person. Like you're not even the same person like at all. So I don't know how this could go that route. But I'm just like, I'm so scared because it was so scary. It was so dark. It was so not well, good. Well, it's good that even the guys are like, nah, you're good. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> so Vanessa, before we, before we move on, can you tell people how they can get a hold of you if they are like, oh my gosh, I also want to hire <laughs> Vanessa. Like I want to do one-on-one yeah. or I want one session or this nine month transformation sounds amazing. Like what's the first step in someone getting a hold of you? Yeah. Uh, I'm easily reachable via Instagram. So if they want to send me a DM, um, my username is vgiorgio. So V-G-I-O-R-G-I-I-I-O-O-O. Should probably change that, but that's what it is for now. <laughs> we, we will link that. Or, yeah, we'll link it in the show notes so you can find her on Instagram. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Send me a DM or an email. My email is linked to my Instagram as well. And we'll, we'll go from there. Just reach Perfect. out. Totally. Awesome. Well, one last thing I wanted to, to ask, 
because Jenna and I did um, a live video the other day about just like energies and, you know, we were all kind of feeling a little off and it's funny, actually, we, were, we went camping this weekend and my dad was like, I'm so tired and I don't know why. I was like, I think it's because planets are in retrograde. And he, my dad, he like believed, I mean, he was like, oh yeah, okay. And so um, I told him like, this coming week, it should be getting better. And he's so cute. He texted me um, yesterday and was like, I think you were right. I'm feeling a lot better today. Well, <laughs> it's, it is so true. And this is something I keep saying, I want to educate myself. I want to learn about this. And I just haven't taken the steps to do it yet. But like the moon phases, the planets in retrograde, all this stuff. And it, and then, you know, this morning I came over to Lawrence and we were both like, Oh, wait till you hear what happened this morning. Like we were both in this like <laughs> shit mood. And then we get on the call with, with you and you're like, how are you? And we're like, what, <laughs> honestly, and you want to know how we are? Like, this is how we are. And you were the same way. And then it's all this energy. Like you had a reason for the, our energy being like that. <laughs> Great. So what, so <laughs> what's the question? <laughs> the question is what's going on right now? Like what can people expect in terms of like energies or how maybe they're feeling right, right now? Cause you said something about like Aries and fire and, and this is as of June 16th, 2020. Yes. Case, depending on when you're listening to this. Yes. That's my question. Right. So the, the first thing I have to point out <laughs> is that tomorrow, so tomorrow, June 17th, Mercury is going into retrograde. So we already have five planets in retrograde. There's going to be a sixth as of tomorrow. My God. Um, <laughs> and so I feel like I just have to do a little touch on what that means. So first of all, when a planet is in retrograde, it means it's rotating in the opposite direction that it usually rotates. So that means the energy that it's usually putting out, it's now recessing into. So Mercury is our planet of communication. So when Mercury goes in retrograde, that's when we have all our electronic devices going haywire. We have a lot of miscommunication verbally. Our text messages aren't sending. Um, and a lot of things from our past with regards to communication can come back. So Mercury retrograde is usually a time when you hear from exes or past business partners or old friendships that maybe didn't end on the best note. And the whole point of like a retrograde, regardless of the planet, but really stressing with mercury is um it's kind of like life or the universe's way of presenting you with lessons that you've already learned and kind of being like did you learn it or do you need to go through that experience again and there's no judgment there's no judgment like there's no right or wrong way to go about it but it's the universe's way of saying like okay you ever feel like you learn a lesson and then it comes around and you're like did i learn this already or or like, oh, I went through this already. Why don't I know how to approach this kind of thing? That's the universe's way of stimulating you. Like, and you get to choose in that moment, especially with Mercury retrograde of, okay, have I actually grown? And am I going to approach the situation differently? Or might I fall back into old patterns because I really need to get that out of my system or out of my energy? So just a heads up that that's what's coming as of tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, so all right. highly recommend backing up your devices, <laughs> putting everything on an external hard drive because you don't know what's going to happen. Don't get frustrated if your devices are not working in your favor. Take that as a sign that maybe you're supposed to take a break or that's not the right time to do something. Um, but we are also moving into cancer season. So Mercury usually goes into retrograde around the same time that we're in uh, the water season. So like Scorpio, um, Cancer, uh, Pisces. So cancer is hypersensitive, hyper emotional energy, not in a bad way again, but it really connects you to that feminine energy that's nurturing, intuitive, soft energy. So you are going to be experiencing that hyper emotion, like hypersensitive emotion right at the surface. So you might be triggered by a lot of things and that's okay. This is your call to lean into that really lean in like do not avoid it do not avoid it do not create more tension take the extra time to journal if you need to to cry if you need to to talk it out more than you need to take extra time to rest um, we are moving through so much and i mentioned earlier that mars was an aries so there's a lot of that fiery energy that's been going on the past few days and then we also have a new moon coming up as well so a lot of different things moving through us <laughs> yeah but, I I will say though, again, just going back to being aware, I feel like that makes a big difference. Just knowing like, okay, 
why am I feeling like this? And just kind of being able to explain it in a way and acknowledge it and then process it. Like it's not, because I feel like without knowing that all this stuff is happening, you just feel like something's wrong with you. And then you get mad or frustrated with yourself that something's Mm -hmm. wrong. And Mm -hmm. that's not necessarily the case. It's just things are all out of alignment and spinning backwards and all kinds of things. (laughs) What I took from that. (laughs) Yeah. No, I never knew what retrograde meant. So thank you for for clarifying Mm -hmm. that. And I will say, um, you mentioning that, like, there's definitely like, like why I was so angry this morning. Um, like things that are just like re coming up with just, um, just the way like my family like communicates and, and does things. And it like, frustrates the hell out of me and I get so angry but I've been like in my head literally constantly saying like how can I not go insane and say this differently so that maybe Mm -hmm. we can make this work and like (laughs) so that's been happening (laughs) well and it's it's funny that you say that because even what I was so frustrated about this morning it's the same freaking thing that keeps happening over and over and over again and like no one's learning from it. <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> like, it's so, yeah. Like, I just want to like shake people awake and it's so frustrating. <laughs> so yeah, it makes sense. Cause I feel like I've learned the damn lesson. Like where are y'all at? <laughs> like, you guys don't learn anything over here. Maybe they'll listen to this. Maybe. Maybe. I'm going to send this out everywhere. <laughs> okay. If you get this podcast from me and yeah, individually, it is about you. <laughs> Probably not going to go over too well. It's not. Okay. Not subtle at all. But maybe that's what's needed. (laughs) But I do have to say, I do have to say, like, I have to applaud both of you because that's what's going on on a global scale right now. Like, everyone is feeling the anger and the rage of what's occurring with regards to, you know, COVID, with regards to Black Lives Matter. And that's the huge, that's the huge moment of transformation is learning how to have your anger fuel you to make you a stronger person, to support you in vocalizing how it is that you feel, to empower you, which is not what's been going on in, right. you know, in the old paradigm and the way we used to, and the way our world used to be prior to COVID. So I just need to applaud you both that you are internalizing that and saying, okay, like how can I use this rage to actually support me instead of it like completely blinding me and overtaking my day? Yeah. Totally. Well, we knew when we got on this call with you that we would feel 8,000 times better just because we're like, well, I'm like, we were going to record a podcast before this just to like have one done for the day. And I was like, Jenna, we cannot, (laughs) we we can't, we have to just do the call with Vanessa and then record a podcast. (laughs) Oh yeah. I got here early so we could get all this stuff done. And we just sat here and talked and just like, we're raging. I can't (laughs) do anything. This is the fire. Yeah. <laughs> but we needed to do that. We did. So it was good. Yeah. Was good. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Vanessa. I had a blast I talking know. to you for and sure. This was fun. Hold on. I'm not done. Oh, I, done. well, yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask oh, if, oh, okay. if you'll pull some, she just put her cards up. Like, let me yeah. Do this. Can you, just... can you, we're just going to let you do your thing, whatever you feel like you want to pull, yeah. or, pull or read or do or. I think I'm just gonna I'm gonna do what I what I always do when I'm having like a first session with someone whether it's mini or full session which is just messages of guidance on your path right now. Oh, love it. Exciting. All right. Okay. So one thing that I didn't mention earlier is that when I'm doing a reading for someone, regardless of the geographical distance, a lot of healing energy gets funneled through me towards them. So if you guys feel any sort of sensation throughout this, um, whether it's warmth or goosebumps or just like a, a need to sigh or hiccup, release, laugh, cry, burp, it's totally normal. Let it out. No judgment. <laughs> You will never receive any sort of judgment for any kind of bodily function from me. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Hopefully our listeners feel the same. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, if anything is ever coming out of you in whatever way, shape, or form, your body is trying to release something. So let it happen. Lean into it. Thank it for purging or detoxing in its own way. Don't hold it back. Don't hold it in. Yeah. I had to tell my husband that when we first started dating. I was like, I can't hold farts in anymore. Like... <laughs> I can't. It hurts. You're just right. gonna deal with it. He's like, Why do I have to? Okay. 
I love it. Yes, let it out. This let me painful. keep it in the crease. <laughs> I've got to be honest, I did not see this episode going this direction, but it's really fine. <laughs> All right, let's see what's coming through. So we'd like to do messages of guidance for Lauren and Jenna. We'd like to do three cards, one at a time, no reversals. One more, please. Oh, we got an extra. One at a time. All right, so the bottom of the deck is your current underlying energy, which is very fitting for where you're at right now. So you've got the Hierophant. The Hierophant is a card of the way it's coming through for me right now is really in, in its true direct definition of looking over all of the things that you were raised with, your cultural upbringing, your religious understanding, um, whatever was passed down to you from your parents or your life experiences, and basically looking at everything and doing a complete overhaul of like, okay, what actually resonated with me and what actually felt true to me and what didn't? And what am I going to take with me because I know it's actually in alignment with my soul or my purpose and what can I just leave behind because it's no longer serving me. Mm-hmm. Ooh, chills. All right, I'm going to get a few clarifiers. Clarifiers for the five of water, please. And clarifiers for the nine of water. Nice. Oh, your cards are great. <laughs> Yay! So we like to hear, Vanessa. <laughs> okay, so the next bottom of the deck for you is the Nine of Swords. So I will say that you guys both need to get more sleep. Okay, so don't be afraid to take naps in the middle of the day if you need to, especially to support everything that your body is going through right now. Okay, you, you need energy for two. Um, and I'm also getting that this is a little bit of like stress bleeding into maybe right before you're going to bed. You guys feeling like you're thinking about a lot right before you go to sleep? Yeah, I feel like I'm so freaking tired right now at the end of the night that I am just like, I feel moody. Mm. Um, and I don't, I, I'm not the happiest person to be around around like 7 8 o'clock at night. Cause I can barely keep my eyes open. My stomach's hurting. I am just like done. Mm. And then putting my four year, almost four year old to bed is literally like world war. 10 because I'm just so tired and I just like don't want to do it so like that's what I've been feeling every night yeah <laughs> pretty much I so. feel like and I feel like that fits for me I feel like I've just been overdoing it lately we're moving out of our house and we don't we sold our house before we bought a house so now we're sleeping on a mattress in my living room so the nights are not ideal <laughs> so yes that fits as well it fits okay um, so two things are coming through. One is in those moments where you're feeling like stressed or irritated or moody and Aaron's coming through right now, uh, that that's your time to double down on your devotion to your practice. So those are the moments where you go and meditate for no reason in the middle of the day or in the middle of the evening, or even just listening to a healing sound frequency before you go to sleep or as you're falling asleep. And then I'm also hearing yoga nidra. So, you know, that's, that uh, practice that Cami moved us through where it was like highly restorative for the body, even though the mind was still awake, trying to find a resource for that on like a, on a meditation app or on YouTube, even there's so many resources and just getting that recharge in the middle of the day or like at a, at a really random time when you feel like you need it. Yeah. I feel like I do need to adjust some of the things that I do like only in the morning that mm -hmm. are super awesome. But I feel like in the morning I feel energized and good and happy so it's like I almost like don't necessarily need it in the morning right now I need it in the evening yeah that makes sense mm -hmm. yep. and you guys are like the masters of like morning and evening routines as far as I know so <laughs> just rejig this is where like your intuition comes in and it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to fit a, a certain prescription like as your days shift as your body shifts as the energy shifts so does your routine Totally. Right. Yep, so your first card out, first card out is the five of water clarified by the knight of swords. So what I'm getting here is 
Oh, guys, um, really dig into who you are, like who you're meant to be. Like you guys are already so transparent with where you're, where you're at, what your journey has been. Um, the message that's coming through here though, is like, there's a little part of you that's like hesitant or, or focusing on the negative sides of what it means to really truly dive into who you are. And I think a lot of this is also coming in with regards to your intuition. Like you're both highly intuitive. Um, and so I almost like when you said you, your basic understanding, yeah, maybe on like a technical scale, you have a basic understanding, but on an intuitive level, you're already there. It's just really diving in. So the five of cups is typically a card of where you're looking at you're looking at the things that have spilled over, the things that have, haven't worked instead of what's already working really well and what's already in your life that may just be like behind you and you're not paying attention to it. So the message is, um, ah, thank you. So they're actually, this happens a lot. You might, you might get like a journal prompt or a writing cue um, is to take some time to sit down and journal about the ways where being your authentic and true self and moving fiercely towards your goals actually served you instead of hindered you. Mm. Because there's, there's a, like, there's a feeling like there's a little bit of a hesitation because of maybe past results where you were like really fully yourself that on a subconscious level is making you a little bit hesitant to maintain that ferocity, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I love that. Doing that ASAP. <laughs> Wonderful. All right, so your next card out is the Four of Fire or the Four of Wands. It's clarified by the Ace of Pentacles. Um, ooh, let's see what's coming through here. Beautiful. All right, so this is coming through as your work-home-life balance. Okay. Uh, huh. Okay. All right. So you guys are both, this is great. So you guys are both, um, you're both moving right now. You're both moving home um, or you already have. So making, making it so that your space, first of all, is like your sanctuary or that your office space where you're working doesn't necessarily feel like, you know, this perfectly ergonomic office space. It's your sanctuary. It's your haven. This is where you create and you birth beautiful things into existence. So you need to feel so centered and so calm when you're in that space. But I'm also getting a message of like, continue to not feel bad about creating more balance in your work and your personal life. Because you're entrepreneurs, there can be that tendency for things to bleed over or for it to be like 8 p.m. and you're checking emails. Like this is your time to be really diligent about the parameters. And thank you. I'm also hearing like, because your body is going through much through so much right now, do less, do less, allow yourself. Like this is your permission to do less right now on like a productivity scale. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm also hearing, um, Ooh, can you guys give me that again? Flow and ease. This is coming up a lot. Let that be the vocabulary you use to describe your day. Even Ooh. if you're working. I love that. Okay. I'm writing this all down. Yeah. Wonderful. And then it's clarified by the Ace of Pentacles. So what I'm getting here is like, <laughs> thank you. Beautiful. So what I'm actually hearing is like the more you relax, the, or not the more you relax, but the more balance and stability you find between your personal life and your work life, it's actually going to bring more abundance into your life. So it's like by doing less, by nurturing yourself, by being in that state of calm, of peace, of ease, of flow, you end up naturally being in the state of being able to receive. So the universe can give you more. The universe can, to, can offer you what you are deserving of, what you are owed. So it's really dismantling that idea of like hustle, got to do more, got to do more to get more. It's like when you are in that aligned state, when you are feeling balanced, when you're feeling um, in a structured, a strong foundation, that's when you're in a state where you can fully receive. Okay. Got it. Ooh, lots of energy. All right. And your last card out is amazing. It's the nine of water clarified by the King of Pentacles. So the message is nine of water, nine of cups is your, your wishes are coming true. Everything that you are desiring, the life of your dreams, everything on your wish list is coming to fruition, your manifestations, your goals, make this your priority as well. Like, um, uh, thank you. Okay. 
okay, so they're bringing up your brain dump activity. Do a brain dump for all of your wishes. Everything you've ever wanted to do, everything you've ever wanted to have, everything you've ever wanted to experience, what you wanted to try, where you wanted to travel to, the things you wanted to eat, everything that you wanted to experience, have a brain dump of that. Um, and then make those also a part of your priority. Make those a part of your goal setting because they're just as valid. And then it's clarified by the King of Pentacles, which is like, like the most abundant card in the deck, I would say, <laughs> as far as like the material and financial world goes. So like there's really getting a lot of Pentacles energy. So this is a card of like the more you make yourself a priority and your wishes and your goals, um, not even goals. They keep taking goals away because I think that's something you guys have already really figured out and mastered. Um, but the more you make like your internal wishes um, and your self-indulgence a priority, the more you're going to be able to really live out this, I'm living my best life. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Okay. This is incredible. I, I love the idea of brain dumping our wishes. We haven't done that. I've never done that. And I mean, even yesterday, you know, cause, cause we talked, like we were feeling a little anxious over the weekend just because we ended our, our launch for one of our, our coaching one-on-one -on -one coaching programs. And it was like, okay, we've kind of put everything on hold. So now what are our priorities? So we like brain dumped all of the, the to-do list stuff out. And now we feel organized with that, but like, holy crap to brain dump your wishes and, and put that into action. Like we've never thought of that. No, we're just so like business, 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 business all mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like you guys are, uh, the message that keeps coming through is you guys are really powerful manifestors. And one of the biggest reasons for that is because you guys do your goal setting and your brain dumping. So in a way you're constantly releasing to the universe, like this is the energy that I'm in. This is what I want. This is my goal. This is top priority. So this is what's going to come in. But what they're saying is like, there's more to it than like your career goals or like your day-to-day -day moments. Like there's so much fulfillment that is still yet to be had on a really personal, like on a really deep level. Mm -hmm. So all you got to do is release that to the universe and then they'll bring that in for you too. <laughs> Yay. I'm okay. doing that. I am down. Ah, this was so fun. I wrote all of that down. I believe what I wrote down makes sense. <laughs> yeah. We'll go over your notes. Well, yeah. Thankfully we recorded this so we can always yeah, go watch again. <laughs> Way back. Might be doing that. <laughs> oh, but seriously, Vanessa, thank you so much. This was amazing. Oh, so thank good. you for having me. I'm always so honored. And thank you for trusting me with your time and your energy. It's always such a special experience to have anyone trust me enough to delve into their energy. So thank you for that. Well, this will not be the last time. So <laughs> we will Slow be down. in touch for sure. And I hope, I hope our listeners will be too, because this was, this was amazing. Yeah, yep. so go follow Vanessa, please. We will put her Instagram handle in the show notes um, and reach out to her for sure too if you love this as much as we did. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to learn tarot or you want to just further harbor your intuitive and psychic abilities, I am starting a tarot course that is highly, highly, highly uh, touching on developing your psychic and intuitive abilities. So if you're interested in that, please reach out as well. Is that more of like a beginner level course? It's an intro to tarot, but you're covering all of the deck, but from a perspective of not just learning to memorize the cards, how do we actually invoke in those intuitive messages in conjunction with what the cards are saying? Wow. Cool. Yeah. Definitely get a hold of her for that. We have somebody we're going to send your way. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, Vanessa. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day, guys.